the book of Psalms, chapter 94, and uh, I'm, it, it's a post-it day, that's it, so whenever that runs out, you're good, <laughs> amen, verse 12, blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law. That thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. Just be patient. Reckoning day is coming. Let them rail. Let them rage. Let them do what they will. Just be patient. There's a pit being dug. The backhoes of heaven are at work right now. Come on, somebody. For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. <laughs> but judgment shall return unto righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. You may be seated. I want, to, I want you to look one more scripture with me, if you will. Hosea chapter 6. Hosea chapter 6. Come, let us return unto the Lord. For he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days will he... Revive us. In the third day he will raise us up. And we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know. If we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning. And he shall come unto us as the rain. As the latter and former rain. Under the earth. Brother Stephen mentioned this morning the children of Issachar. I found something intriguing that I feel like needs to be part, become part of the material, the cloth of the church. And the Bible says of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the time. I want to preach to you a few minutes this morning from this thought, simply, God's got this. My, uh, my middle sister has a son, my nephew, Brother Josh's brother, little brother, and uh, 
She told me yesterday, said he came out of his room. I don't know what he'd been listening to or watching, but he came out of his room and he said to his mother, he said, Mom, he said, if, if you knew the Lord was coming back in six minutes, would you sin? And my sister was blown away. My sister's, uh, she's not in the church, obviously. But she was blown away by that question. And he told his mother, he said, he said, Mom, I need to get baptized. Now, I want you to get this right now because I want you to know I understand the times. I want you to realize, Brother, brother uh, Gill said this morning, our conversations are either COVID or what was the other thing you said? COVID or cops. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm not going to get into to news articles this morning or politics, so don't get nervous. But I'm going to tell you something. We better wake up. Listen to me right here. We better get stirred in our spirit like we've never gotten stirred in our spirit before. Not to the point that it's just an emotional reaction to what's going on. But I'm talking about something that will cause us to get on our knees in the presence of the Lord and understand it's the only thing that's going to move heaven and earth. The Bible said if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then, then, then. Come on, somebody. Look. Something occurred to me. Something occurred to me about the church. I, I, I totally concur with what Brother Gill was saying this morning. You know, you never know what somebody is or where they are in their relationship with God until they pray, they fast, they're faithful, they worship when things are going well. Because you can get anybody to pray in the middle of a crisis. You can get anybody to come to church when they've done everything that they can, exhausted all that they can, and can't seem to get any answers, and you can convince them to come to the house of God. They're a lot easier to convince them than ever. But I want to tell the church, we're blessed today. We're, I said we're blessed today. We've got a lot of good things going for us. But I want somebody to realize we cannot afford to fall asleep at the wheel right now. And if anything, anybody can move this circumstance of our world and turn it around, I'm telling you it is the church of the living God. And make no mistake about it, God hasn't gone to sleep God isn't ignoring the situation. God's got this. He's, 
He's just waiting for somebody to become his voice in the 21st century. Listen, and it's not outside the four walls of the church. It's in the four walls of the church. If you've been baptized in his name, filled with his spirit, he needs you to become his voice. Watch this. Listen to me just a minute here. I I want you to get this in your spirit today. We find ourselves in a very precarious position. We are on the precipice of something great or something terrible. Again, I I, I told you I'm not going to get into news articles, but I'm going to just let you know where we're at right now. Just this week, in California, the governor made a declaration. You can't sing in church. Look, what are you doing, Bishop? I'm trying to tell somebody, you can't afford to sit here and go to sleep. If you think we can just be silent and somehow this is going to go away or get better, you are sadly mistaken. Come on. But when we understand, uh, I said when we understand that the Word of God still says, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Say, well, I don't have a whole lot going on right now. Let me tell you something. If you woke up this morning, put your feet on the floor, got in your car, made your way to the house of God, God's got, pur- God's got purpose in your life and you're here for a reason. But he didn't call you to be quiet, to sit in a corner somewhere and say, well, I'm in the church. No, he's looking for somebody that'll be his voice. Make no mistake, in the end, we win. God's got this, but he's looking for somebody that'll rise up and say, I refuse to be silent. You can't stop my song. You can't stop my worship. You can't hinder my prayer. Come out, somebody. Oh, my God, I feel him here right now. Somebody needs to know. He's looking for somebody. He said, who will rise up against these evildoers? You don't need a nine. You don't need a 40. You need an axe and 238. What do you mean, preacher? Glad you asked. Acts 238. It's the answer for the world. It's the key to your salvation. Peter said, repent. Oh, wait a minute. You can't say that in the 21st century. Repent. Repent. 
You can't speak that to this generation. Repent. And be baptized. Every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. Wait a minute. You can't be so dogmatic to say that's the only way you can be saved. I didn't say it. But I will be a voice in the 21st century to tell you, ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And it wasn't just for the first century. It wasn't just for the second century. Read the next verse. For the promise is unto you and your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You can't tell me my sons can't be saved. You can't tell me my daughters can't be saved. Come on, somebody. You can't tell me my neighbors can't be saved. It's written in the book. He's just looking for somebody that'll be a voice. You may see it. I, I want to get this to you, church. I want you to receive this today. We cannot, we cannot sit in the church and be silent. Watch me here. I'm going to bring it down a little closer to where you are right now. You can't sit at your kitchen table, at your family reunion. Walking up and down the streets of your neighborhood, on your job, you can't be silent. Listen, if you don't know it, I, I said it a few weeks ago, when you wake up in the morning, you're chewing on sand. If you don't know the Lord's coming, and very soon... What do you mean, preacher? That means you got your head in the sand. I'm going to tell you, you better wake up and realize that it is no time for us to get quiet. It's no time for us to get intimidated. It's no time. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm not content to sit back and let hell destroy my family. Let hell destroy my friend. Come on, somebody. Listen, in the end... God's got this. There's a heaven and there's a hell. There aren't any in-betweens. So if they're, if they're saved, they're going to heaven. If they're lost, they're going to hell. And there's something inside of me this morning that says I can't let that happen. i got to be a voice. If there ever was a day that we need to get louder than we've ever been. Now, Bishop, you told us God's got this. 
Look, you start at Genesis and you go to Revelation and you won't find anywhere that when God did something, He didn't use a man to do it. Oh, but Bishop, you know, the Lord is, he, He's given me a spot in the church. And I got a seat, and, and every now and then I get a little chill run up and down my spine, a little Holy Ghost goosebump, and I know that means that God's blessing what I'm doing. No, you don't understand. You don't get this. The world is coming at us with everything that it has right now. No, you listen to me right now. I, I don't need any, I don't need any head nodders. I need somebody that'll get up and say, you know what? I'm not gonna let that happen. Happen because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Listen. God's got this. He'll deliver a drug addict. He'll set an alcoholic free. He'll deliver a prostitute. Come on, somebody. But he needs a church to rise up and say, I will not be silent. I will not sit still. I will rise up and be to this generation a voice in the midst of the wilderness. You can sit down. I, I, uh, the Lord showed me a little something. And I want to expose it because it's going to come at this church. I know I'm trying to stay out of the news here, but as Brother Gill said, it's our conversation. But there's an enemy that's trying to build up a little stronghold village in the church. Listen to me. That enemy is trying to tell us we don't need the law of God. You don't need the protection of the church. You just do your own thing. You be a free thinker. Look, I I, I can see it just as clearly as I can see you right. There are those right now that are going against your man of God. You're going against the Word of God. You're going against the counsel of God. And all the time, the devil is putting up another wall. 
And now when somebody says something to you, you just immediately throw up a block. I don't have to listen to that. I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to somebody in the Holy Ghost right now. I am, I am smart enough. I am bright enough. I am wise enough to make my own decisions. Make my own choices. I feel something in the Holy Ghost right here. God began to speak in, in, in the psalm that I read to you. He said, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of men and that they are vanity. You know what that means? It's nothing but your own pride. It's nothing but your own self-righteousness. Come on, somebody. God, I wish somebody helped me right here. I I wouldn't go in here, but I'm going to tell you something. God sent me here on this Sunday morning with a wake-up call in my message to tell someone, you better rise up right now and make your way to an altar. You better rise up right now and get in the presence of the Lord. I'm telling you, if I ever knew he was coming, I know he's coming soon. But I can't afford to be silent. I can't afford to sit idly by and let you go to hell without telling you Jesus is going to help you one more time. Jesus is going to bring you out one more time. If you listen to his voice, he'll save you from yourself. Come on, somebody help me praise him right here. Come on, you've been doing it your own way. It hasn't worked. You've been trying it your own way. It hasn't worked. That same apostle that preached Acts 2.38 declared unto them, Save yourself! from this untoward generation. Lift your hands with me, church. The Holy Ghost is moving right now. Ah. Ah. Oh, Come on. Come on. Who's it going to be today? Who's it going to be today? Who's it going to be? Who will rise up for me? against the evildoers or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity who will it be in this house right now that I lift your voice lift your heart come on you'll cry out to God for somebody that needs him right now somebody that needs an intercessor somebody that needs needs somebody to stand in the gap for them today come on where are you church where are you church Come on, where are you? Come on, he's looking for somebody that's not ashamed to lift your voice today. He's looking for somebody that's not ashamed. God's got this. God's got this. But he's looking for a voice. He's looking for a voice. He's looking for somebody that'll cry out to him in your dilemma. 
Somebody better cry out to him in your circumstance. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Come on, if you've never repented of your sins, never been baptized in Jesus' name, never been filled with the Holy Ghost, today's your day. Just walk down to this altar. Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. We've got water. We've got clothes. We can baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins today. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Come on, let him hear your voice right now. Come on, let your voice be loud in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.